0: Bye. I don't care what you people say, never follow rules, I'm a trendsetter anyway Okay, I march to the beat of my own drum They say I need rules in my life, well I got something That's one, kill the competition, two, be a loyal dog Three, and if they it you on your man, send him to the mall. Four, when you party, go hard till you hit the floor Five, if you didn't see me do it, what the hell you asking for? Yeah, Welcome to my world, yeah, I-N-A.
1: I-N-A. Yo, what's good, Llama Nation? Yo, I gotta shout out Llama off the rip because honestly i i messed up a lot right there one i didn't go live on time two i didn't realize i finally found the the section where i can play the video seamlessly but i just messed up the timings on him so shout out llama because he does that shit perfect every time but welcome to another sunday night 10 p.m eastern obviously llama's not here um some shit happened he's basically at his son's game i think he said if they won they would have to play another game so he got stuck out there so I got my co-host for the pre-Lama show. We do it every Sunday before the Llama show, 10 p.m. Eastern. Mr. Roman Tural, you guys know him, love what him. It, you dude, see him it, from dude. the famous Nacho Libre clip. <laughs> what up,
2: son? What's going on? How you feeling? How you feeling? I'm feeling a little tired, but I'm with it. I'm with it, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it's a little last minute, low. but I'm... <laughs> but
1: nah, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good. So... This, guy, this guy's energy is low right now, dude.
2: Nah, that uh, that Jersey Shore thing, that shit woke me up. That shit was hilarious. <laughs> <The Jersey laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, that was good. That was good content right there. Well, anyways, let's just get right into the chat, man. I see you right there saying, "What's up?" What do you do? Both, both, uh, both accounts. Yeah, both accounts. But you got the the Roman Two Raw. We, gotta promoing guys, we got to start promo. You got go. Walter Wash, the Goat. What's, What's going, going on, on the peeps? It's Walter. How you doing, Papa Walter? Papa Wash, Papa Walter. Papa Bird. You got the little Bird. <laughs> Jay Bird. <Little> bird. <laughs> Jay. I don't think he'll like that. He said, yeah. Llama himself, the co-host. Hello. Hello, Llama. What up, Llama? How you doing, buddy? You? We miss you out here. We miss you. We got Pablo. Hey. What up? Let's hope Gabe stays awake. If he falls asleep on, the, on it, it's a meme at this point. Pablo's mom tried to swallow him, but is, <laughs> like, oh my God. <laughs> <Stuck. laughs> but an idiot. It's like What's stuck? <laughs> all right, all right. That's enough of that. Oh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, yo, he's doing that on purpose. He knows I'm, I'm going to show it. <laughs> Pablo, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All right. Let's get right into it. How was your week, bro? How was your week?
2: Oh my God. It was stressful, bro. Coming back from 4th of July was just... That three-day weekend effed you up? Bro, just going through the motions. Going through the fucking motions. Even it's been crazy because... hot, huh? Going into this... Oh, crazy hot. Even um, going into this weekend, I just probably... I slept a lot of the weekend, bro. You just enjoyed just... some rest. Yeah.
1: Sure. <laughs> yeah, my sister was telling me, like, it's been crazy hot outside.
2: So... Son, it's... I can bro, imagine like right now, like our, our AC is just battling against how hot it is outside, and it's just I feel like movie. that right now, the
1: AC business is probably booming. So the H, bro, because they sent out, so my AC broke, and I've been in this place for two weeks. It broke the third day we're here. It's oh my It's been God. broken every day. But luckily, I have like a nice AC, like in house unit that keeps it cool. But they sent out email. We've been, and obviously, we've been like emailing the maintenance, like, yo. We need an AC fix. Yeah, yeah, we need it. We need it. And today they sent out a mass email saying we're separating our AC and our dryer problems to one side of the, the maintenance, and then the other side will be non AC units. So I'm thinking everybody's AC right now is fucking chalk. And I'm sure like, it's here hard to have a Nelly single out here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. To say the least. But, anyways, man, it's been a interesting week. In terms of content, we you know we got the late night going on Tuesdays on the Blackout GG channel. We got our pre Lama show going out. Llama, I had seen you guys did, did the uh the Mortal Combat. Yeah, I was just about Mortal to say. Kombat, me, and uh, and Lama did a Bicon. Birdie Mortal and Lama
2: did some WWE.
1: Yep. yep. So some content coming out. We finally got the Aladdin as a cut clip.
2: Yo Lama, uh, I just want to personally apologize. I seen your message to uh to do some promo, but just this week, bro, I've been. I've been in my own world. I apologize. You are gonna apologize? You didn't even text him back, dude. Yeah, I'm taking the opportunity to apologize now. I'm sorry. But I no.
1: want to highlight uh, Llama's editing here. Uh, he, we we found the clip. Shout out Herc. Found the clip. So, oh wow, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> so here it is. The caulk. You know, I mean, Jasmine was bad. She was cool, but like. <laughs> Jasmine's my favorite Disney princess of all time. I'm going to really almost spit yeah, the water out. Let me do a spit take. That's right.
2: Come on, bro. <laughs> Come, on, bro. <laughs> Come on, bro. Come on. I was super hot. <laughs> yeah, super lit, man. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, Yo, I, I, you, you. You sound like the dude from um, "Half Baked," the white dude. Come on,
1: man! <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> uh, okay. Tell, no. Tell me no, bro. <laughs> Left
2: llama, I apologize, Lama.
1: Yeah, yeah, crazy, man.
2: I'm gonna text you back.
1: Llama <clears throat> agreed though. Llama. By the end of it, llama goes. He was kind of a bitch. <laughs> But shout out Llama's editing. I like the style of it. Um, that's definitely like we need more Llama show clips. We need clips for all the shit we're doing right now, to be honest. All the podcasts. There are clippable moments. Um, I've been trying to post more consistently on the YouTube and shit. So, you know, a lot of blackout content on the on the horizon. But let's just get hop right into the topics tonight, because I know you got it. You gotta wake up early and shit. Well, I'm on say, the road oh,
2: home. Thank you guys for taking on the show. Thank you for having me.
1: You should have did it on the road though. If you're real, dude. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, just, just pop in, just pop in. Yeah, you want the link, dude? I send the send link send him the link. link. Send him the link just in case. I'm gonna, him, I'm gonna send him the link to his own place. Even though he should have the link,
2: he sent it to me first. The clip was a classic. Definitely, definitely. Oh, that, yeah. That's shout cool. out, no, shout out to Herc for the for the lost files, bro. He that, found that. Hey, bro, yeah, he went back into the archive, son. I respect that. He just randomly texted
1: it. it was like, Yo, let me share this on Facebook. If you're on Facebook, like this. Shit. If you're on YouTube, all that, shit, like it. Anyway, like you, UFC that. 290. I didn't Oof. really get to watch the card, but I was, I was like, keeping an eye on it. I had some bets going, you know what I mean? Shout out DraftKings. They uh <gasps> took all my money this weekend, but money. I had some really good bets that I wish I did individually because. I probably would have won some money. But overall, it just seemed like a night of finishes. Like, it just from what I see, it was like every fight was finishing. And I was like, damn. Again, you you kind of get the vibe. Like, when you watch a lot of these UFC fights, you see, like, sometimes the vibe of the night, sometimes it's just straight decisions all night. Like, there's just the vibe of the night. Sometimes it's like last night where it's just finishes and and crazy fights. But you got to watch it. You did a, a fight companion. How was that
2: um I, I I'm not gonna lie I didn't make it all the way to the final fight but I think the fucking the theme of the night was just really like I explain they're they're kind of like gory a little bit like it was some wars going on yeah uh, Brandon Moreno and Pantoja fight that was that fight went crazy 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 and then um Turner and what's the, what's the other's name? Dan mean? Hooker. Yeah, that was another good one. Robert Whitaker's fight was pretty good. Um,
1: yeah, the Reaper got reaped. <sighs> what well, I, I want I want to kind of go in order. you seen Bo Nichols' fight, though. That's the one I didn't get to see. And he opened up. I think Let I me missed that the... one. Well, all right. I had, well, I had to take the dog for a walk. I had to take the
2: dog for a walk. All
1: right. So Bo Nichols opened up. On DraftKings and, like, you know, obviously UFC is, like, huge in betting. He opened up as the one of the biggest favorites, I think, either ahead of Amanda Nunez or right under Amanda Nunez. But opened up as the biggest betting favorite. And mm. I put $5 on it. And if he would have won or if the other guy would have won and slept him, I would have been easy up, like, 300 off that shit. You know what I mean? Like, it was just, like, a crazy betting on. But when, I mean, there's a lot of hype behind this guy. His opponent that he was originally supposed to fight backed out five days before last night, and this guy stepped in. And the guy was seven to zero. Bo Nichols four and zero. Bro, he finishes him in fucking thirty eight seconds.
2: Oh yeah, I heard that. I heard about that one.
1: Thirty eight seconds just finishes the guy. Like the you got all this hype around
2: right you through the Nichols fight. We all miss. Yeah. Ah uh, fuck. Damn. Damn.
1: And it was so fast was like, you, you weren't gonna catch it anyways, but yeah. He had all this hype going in, right? And I even was kind of like hating a little bit, like, oh no, nah, he's gonna lose. Like, I wanted him to lose so bad because one, I wanted to win, but also like, fuck, dude. Um, and he proved that he's that guy. So I'm inter- I'm interested to see what the Yoshi is gonna do. Like, are they gonna keep like slow building this guy? But we'll see. I mean, this guy's definitely got star potential. And 38 seconds. He has. He's five and zero oh right now, right? He just started because he was a collegiate wrestler. Just started mixed martial arts. Five and zero, oh, all first round finishes. But like this kid's. This kid's con- I mean, like, even
2: even to win in that short of a time, that's a nice.
1: No, it's impressive. That's a
2: nice. Yeah. You know, to get 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 no. Uh, especially because
1: especially because you uh your opponent drops out, so the guy you're training for isn't who you're fighting, and you can get the fight over with and, and really not have to worry about. Maybe him catching it with something. Yeah. Um. I definitely want to go back and watch it because I haven't got to see it yet. But I started watching the Pantosia fight, the Moreno. Oh, I can't believe I said Pantoja first, but let's let's, let's <laughs> actually. What was the fight before that? Was it the it, Yeah. Did you like that fight? It went to
2: decision, right? Yeah, it went to decision, but it In was pretty. War? It was pretty. It was pretty close, like. I want to say with their their standing bang, it was just real close. Like Hooker Hooker would be one or two punches away from getting knocked out, and then it would go right back the other way. The other dude was stunned up, where you're thinking he, he's he's one or two punches away. From it is. Drop him dead. Yeah,
1: yeah. Jalen Turner is a stud too. And the thing is, Dan Hooker was on the downslide. So I picked a three pick parlay for underdogs. It was Robbie Lawler, who it was his last fight. So in my head was like he's gonna try to go out with the bang, and he wins by knockout or like TKO in the first round. I think in like forty-five seconds, some shit like that. So I, that was how my parlay started. I was like, and it was like a five hundred dollar win. I was like, oh, let's go. And then I would have doubled up if Bo Nichols lost. Obviously, he didn't. And then I picked Dan Hooker because I feel like Dan Hooker has been on the slide, but people are kind of like underestimating like how good he is on the feet yeah. and like. J- like I know, Jalen Turner is a star in the making. I think, at least I think. Like his his stand up is pretty good from what I've seen. So I knew this this was kind of one of those moments where it was like, is the veteran gonna let the new guy like kind of t- yeah. jump over him type thing? And I'm glad. No, that it, it was
2: it was a close fight. It was close, bro. No, I'm
1: I'm glad it was a close fight because I don't think they either of them lose stock in a fight like that. You know, like it kind of it raises Dan Hooker's stock back to like he's still he's still at that level. And it's like Dan well Dan Hooker's fought. Everybody, pretty much, in that division. And it, it shows that Jalen Turner is ready for that level, you know? He might yeah. be a, a little under, but he, he is right there, like, knocking on the top 15, top 10. So, but, it, like, what was the vibe? Did you guys think Hooker got it beforehand, like, in the in the fight campaign?
2: I should have went and looked back at it. I knew I should have, but... um, It's all I good. Won- Hold on, I got it right here. All right. Uh Didn't yeah. turn Dan Hooker. So, Dan Hooker, 0 for 2 for takedowns, submission attempts 1. Birdie said that fight trice, was so close. 125 so. to 197. Yeah, Bro. So, if bird's saying it was close,
1: then it could have went either way, which I think it went split decision. All right, but Fuck it. I'm excited to see both of them fight. I want to see Dan Hooker kind of like reclaim because I thought he was there was a point where I thought Dan Hooker was on his way to fight for the belt. But obviously when he fought Michael Chandler, that kind of Michael Chandler finished him really fast and I kind of put him on a downhill spot. He actually Dan Hooker was Michael Chandler. You know, Michael Chandler, right? the guy doing uh, Ultimate Fighter. Yeah. His debut in the UFC was against Dan Hooker and he fucking finished him quick.
2: I think, um. No, I think it's John Jones' brother that's like in the NFL or somebody. Yeah,
1: like that. yeah, John Jones. is not isn't, isn't Chan- I think
2: Chandler's brother's. Huh?
1: No, no, He's a white dude. Oh. You talk about Chandler Jones? Shit. Yeah.
2: Um.
1: That's, well, that's, we go. That's bro. Let's go to the next fight. This guy's yawning yeah. and shit. Yeah. All right.
2: Rob, Robert Whitaker and, uh, I couldn't
1: even say. I couldn't even say.
2: Drink his duplissis.
1: Duplissis. <laughs> <bro>.
2: Duplissis. <laughs> South African
1: brother. <laughs> you say that three times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, how did you you watch the fight? Like you watched it live. How did you feel about it?
2: I mean, going in, I wanted Robert Whittaker to win. Yeah, me as well. Um, but he uh, duplissis had his Oh, like the little dog in the back. Hey, what's up, buddy? Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he 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 had a nice he had a nice stand up game going. Um I I really didn't play pay too much attention to that fight, um, because I was kind of in and out at that time. But I want to say I had more interest on the after, the post the the post fight with uh Israel Adesanya. I believe he came out. He came out of the cage after he won, and he shook Donald Trump, it, uh, Donald Trump, <laughs> Donald Trump's Donald hand. Trump. <laughs> Trump. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking Jimmy, bro. <laughs> I could I could never say his name right Donald Trump. <laughs> so what? Did, did shook his hand? Donald yeah, Trump's he hand? shook. He went oh, out the cage, crazy. shook Donald Trump's hand, and then shook uh, Dana White's hand. Oh, and at the same cool. time, we were watching the chat on the on the on the uh, web and it was everyone was like "fuck Dana White." <laughs> I was like, <laughs> "God damn, what
1: are you doing?" <laughs> oh, UFC fans kind of don't like Dana sometimes. I can like, see that. It's, it's like there was like a like,
2: bunch of them. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's, like, it's like a weird thing. Like
2: somebody was like, "They dude, don't please. like him. Duplice is fucking up my parlay right
1: now. <laughs> uh, that's another thing. I picked him to win on the parlay. I was tight. I was like, fuck, that was a good pick. That was a good <laughs> no, but the thing is, all right, let, let's break the fight down, though. All right, so Duplice does look really, he looks like a guy that should compete for the belt, right? Like, especially the fact that, I mean, they said it all throughout the broadcast and shit, but Robert Whitaker only lost, they said it all week, really. But Robert Whitaker's only loss in the last fucking ten years was to Adesanya twice, so it's like it, it I don't know it, it was easy to be like Robert Whitaker should win this fight, but the police his skills he's there, and he's got power, and the thing was going into like his narrative going in was that his nose was broken and he couldn't breathe well, and there was a lot of like his fights that looked like he got tired later in the fights, and he got it fixed before this one, so it was more like, uh, oh, let's see what he can do. And he showed it. I mean, he wasn't breathing hard at the end. He finished him. He finished him well. Like, it was it was actually pretty uh, impressive. Oh, shit. Oh, shit.
2: Special guest.
1: The Llama. Uh,
2: the Llama Welcome in, buddy. What's up, guys? Llama, the The, the
1: pre-Lama show is taking over the actual Llama show right now. How do you feel about that?
0: That feels good. It feels good. You guys are doing a great job tonight. That Thank you so for... Thank yeah, yeah, <laughs> right.
2: you for covering. Did you catch the fights last night?
0: Uh, I saw the last fight and that was it. What
1: did you feel the... about the last fight? The Volkanovsky masterclass, really.
0: Last oh, my class. God. I mean, the, the punch hurt me. That's how. <laughs> that's, a, that's what I saw. And then he was just pounding the guy on the ground. I mean, it was yeah,
1: over. Yeah, he yeah, was so... pounding him dick to dick. Dick to dick. Yo, <laughs> Uh Gabe said that in the stream and Rob was like, that's actually Dick to Mouse.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
1: <laughs> but um yeah. You know what I, I noticed in that fight? I mean, it was kind of prevalent when he fought Islam. I'm talking about Volk, but the fact that when he rocked Yair, he was like kind of like toying with him, like changing levels a little bit, like and still hitting him a little bit. But then when he went for the takedown. Literally picked him up like he was a child and slammed him on the ground and then just started dropping haymakers. And that right there, when when he did that, I was like, Yeah, he's on a run. That I don't think it's gonna take lightweights a lot, yeah, to to have that physicality that he has because he's really strong right now. But, um,
0: yeah, you could you could see the confidence in that in that pickup. That's the confidence right there. Yeah. That was like I, I know what I'm doing and I'm going to take care of it. So yeah,
1: I'm finishing. It was- the, he Like it, it, there and when he slammed him, it was like he's finishing the fight right then. Like I seen it, he threw him down. It was like the fight's over. It don't matter what. It don't matter how it's going to go. He, this fight's over right now. Volk, Volk really is. And I asked Jimmy this, and it'd be dope to like talk to him. Well, tomorrow for the late night stream, I'm actually going to ask him, but. Just like the the pound for pound conversation right now, you know John Jones is pound for pound number one. I mean, granted his resume, he still hasn't lost. He's heavyweight champion right now. He should be, but Volk is making a, a clear case that he is right now the best fighter on the UFC roster.
2: He's- and now, now since we're we're touching on that subject after now that we have some more clarity going in, so Steve Stepe and John Jones fight is on.
1: Oh, yeah. They announced it this week. It's going to be in Madison Square Garden, so huge fight. Oh.
2: Yeah. It's, it's, in it's New, York. Fight. New York. New so, York.
1: So I'm excited, man. I mean, that's going to be a, a massive card. And they haven't announced who's going to be on it. I don't think, I think Llama will enjoy this, but I don't think there will be a co-main on this card because you can't, I mean, even if you could maybe co-main somebody, but it would have to be like an Adesanya.
0: Oh, and thank god, a thank fight. god,
1: it's just a one main event. That's how it be. I think, though. I think there's no co main because it's John Jones fighting Stipe. You don't really need you can put good fighters there, but you don't need a co main to sell this fight. But no. when's um
2: O'Malley supposed to fight?
1: Oh, um, he's fighting in Boston. Let me see. I right, open my water. Let me see. Yeah, he's fighting Alderman Sterling in Boston. Feel mm. Sean.
2: Woke oh, yeah. Islam. Yeah. Co-main John card. That'd be hard. Herc was out. So, law. What's up, Llama Nation? Oh, shit. Herc. What up, Herc?
1: Herc was streaming. Playing that, some Spider-Man. Man. That, that card would Herc? determine number one, pound for pound. That card would just de- yeah. Lama, no camera tonight. Lama's driving. He's on his way back.
2: He's road running.
1: It, it's, me and, it's me and a Gabe right now uh, taking over. A Pre-Lama Lama takeover. takeover. You on me head. Yeah, no. I, I, <laughs> it's, it, it,
0: in fact, I, I, I actually, ha, I actually have to go. I just wanted because the challenge was was said that if I'm a real one, I'm gonna get on, and yeah, uh, I while I'm that. driving, so I'm on. Yeah, <laughs> no, but guys, thank you guys so much for course, covering man. for me. This is an unexpected thing, but you it's guys got called out rocking, of work rocking. So thank you guys. <laughs> thank Drive you. safe,
1: llama. Love you, man. Uh, I'm yeah. gonna say that because I'm on the camera. Later,
0: boys.
2: <laughs> Lama, I'm gonna text you back,
1: dude. <laughs> Eventually. Oh,
0: yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I will.
1: Lama, don't, don't do this, dude. Don't hey, do Lama. this. dude Left
0: me on red. Later, guys.
2: <laughs> oh, man. Lama, the co host. Extraordinaire. What a G. Still made the llama show while driving. Yeah, because we called them out. <laughs> oh, Top G. Top G. Yep. Yeah, Lama.
1: But. Overall, 290 was a good card. Sean O'Malley's fighting on UFC 292, which obviously not in two cards. So Ooh. I'm thinking 290 is probably going to be like a smaller card, than the O'Malley a little bit. Uh, Let's see.
2: I think o- O'Malley is next. He has to do some crazy stuff with um, his Ezio. last fight being so He's close. He's fighting Al
1: Jermaine Sterling, dude. Yeah. Oh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. What are we thinking? He hit us with the llama show. His, and drive. his,
2: <laughs> his last fight was a close one and was debatable. Debatable he on this decision going his way or not. Now, going and fighting Aljamain Sterling now, you're not fighting no regular guys. This is Aljamain Sterling. He's, that boy is nasty. A backpack. You better fucking come with it. Eat your fucking Wheaties, like I said about the Volk fight. Better eat your fucking Wheaties. Fuck around that guy, uh, Jay Brady, he hit us with the llama show and drive. The
1: llama show and drive. Yeah. I think, <clears throat> oh man, obviously Sean's stand-up is very good. Obviously. Elite stand up. But I think Aljo has like good power. He is very elusive on the feet. He's not like <clears throat> as technical as Sean, obviously. But he is very good on the feet. He's not no slouch on the feet. And, I like, who's better than him when when it gets to the ground and he can take people's back? And the thing is, he consistently takes everybody's back, no matter how good they are, no matter what level they are, where they're fighting. At some point, he's on their back at some point. He's the best. He's literally the best at doing it. I – it'll be interesting. Like, I think – my like like shot in a dark bet for this would be like Sean O'Malley subs him because they go to the ground and Sean has always said like he wants to test his jiu and he does, like he trains jujitsu all the time but his fights never go that way you know and i think in this fight like it well, will go to the ground route. that's a dangerous route uh, that's a route. obviously
2: when you're going down there um you could think you could think you're 're um uh, you're controlling it and you know it's going your way and in the blink of an eye you could be on your back or uh in in, back. in 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 danger of a of, of a submission you yeah. know and not a but lot of people it very- doesn't it doesn't work out in a lot of people's favor sometimes no
1: no and the thing is like again Aljo is he's defended it what three times now. I think he's literally tied for the most defense in that division. Like he's on. Like what we're seeing right now in UFC is kind of dope because we're seeing a lot of legendary fighters. Like it it almost feels like me and Bird talk about like for me the golden age of UFC was like when Jones was running it. You know you still had Rampage fighting, you had Rashad Evans fighting. That that class. And I feel like right now we're starting to see like the next class really take over because think about it from that point. Like we still had good fighters, but there was like, think it was like Connor was so big that he overshadowed everybody for a couple of years. Yeah. Like the, you know, like people were big stars. Like obviously you still had the Nate Diaz's and shit walking around the Jorge Masvidal's coming out of nowhere, but there was, there was like a point where Connor was the only star. Now I think we're starting to see in every division, it get more it's competitive too yeah and there's a couple people they're using their brand right like a lot of these fighters are getting smart doing podcasts doing media like we're starting to see the sport really grow at a, at a good rate right now but i don't know i don't know staying out of men's doing. restrooms <laughs> at, the,
2: at, the, at nba games you know yeah, yeah. come on dude. what are you doing
1: dude? <laughs> Katie, Katie said hello. Hello, yo, yo, Dragon Queen. Dragon Nobody Queen never
2: Queen. ran through a division of studs like John at light heavyweight.
1: No, no. I mean that was the best. That was the best run, obviously, and the best division at the time. And still, and like arguably, this would be a dope video for us. But arguably, would be, I would think, top three divisions of all time in UFC history. Like if you were to like do the rankings of top 10 divisions every year. Yeah. I think, like, the division, like, especially, like, there was a year – wasn't there a year – I believe there was a year that he fought three times. And you would have to use that year if we're going by year. Or, or just that, like, time period. It would have to be like, – I think I think years. it
2: goes along with the size, though, when you think about it, because it's, like, just a step down from heavyweight to where they're a little bit more lighter on their feet, the but faster. still – but still contain so much power.
1: power yep. And, I mean, think about it. It's the hardest division because they can all. It, it's like a, a perfect mix of power and skill. You know, like like heavyweight always had the power, but there was a lack of skill. That's why, like, when people go up there and they can actually wrestle, they dominate a little bit because it's like these guys aren't wrestling, even though in heavyweight you can get knocked out. And then the same thing with like going lower in weight, they're less power, so they have more skill. They're they're more well rounded. Yeah. They're the jujitsu's tighter. That You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. even though... In the, we didn't really... We, we just glossed over, but the Brandon Moreno-Pantoja fight, like, that was high-level skill. Out of, bro, um,
2: Pantoja was... Like a monkey on his fucking back. Yeah, bro. He's <laughs> nasty. He climbed and, him like that fucking Eiffel Tower, bro, and he's just fucking chilling up there.
1: He said... And that 205 class was roided the fuck up. <laughs> oh, God. But, like, that fight was, like, the perfect mix of, like... Those guys can put each other out. I mean, they were just too tough to go out, but they can put each other out. They can sub each other. It was like a high level. I seen
2: that was the first time I seen Brandon Marino. um, At that kind of like in that position of the fight where it wasn't looking good for him. It was not like, I want to say maybe like going into the second, third round, he really didn't see too much like, um, not too much like momentum or anything really going for Brandon Marino. And then he started to get a little bit more comfortable with a stand up. But every time Pantoja took him to the ground, it was like two, three minutes down there. And yeah. it was just so much control time that
1: I, I think, that, I mean, control time ultimately is what got him. Got it him ca- to it lose came the to
2: the fourth, fifth round where it was kind of like, you know, you got to either put him out or you're not yeah. going to win the decision.
1: Yeah, and to me, it looked like his stand-up <laughs> was better. He was faster. It looked like he was landing on Pantoja, which you got to give credit credit to Pantoja, Pantoja's chin because he was hitting. He was getting hit a lot with a lot of jabs, straight jabs, bah, bah. And, and Brandon Moreno legitimately got one of the best, like, crisp, like, speediest jabs that's very accurate. It's like him, Sean O'Malley, like, he, he really does have, high like, a high rate on that jab so it was like you got to give a lot of credit to this guy's chin
2: when it comes to that but again he's definitely got to work on his ground game to, to yeah um, to, i to mean pantosha's
1: just that good as well like
2: yeah he's the a, thing that's is, what the i thing was thing talking is, to uh, rob about that he's he's a black belt in brazilian jiu-jitsu so and brazilian jiu-jitsu i took like you know as a kid or whatever i didn't get too far into it but i seen it's a lot of it's a mixture of both stand-up and ground game so, like, even though, like, of course, there's a lot of submissions and shit that go along into um, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, but kind of that um that uh transition piece that Jimmy was talking about, how some of these guys, like, you could rush them for a takedown, and just from rushing them, you know, you can get put in a headlock yourself, and by the time you hit the ground, you're already getting submitted. Yeah. I mean, there was – I
1: mean, when he knocked – Brandon Moreno down he went for a guillotine immediately like you know what I mean like that's a dangerous position so again he had him in a
2: crucifix for a second and yeah. I don't know I don't yeah he had him in a crucifix for a second and I don't know why but like he just kind of like popped up into the crucifix hit him one time and then popped back into full guard like I don't know why he did that but he really mm-hmm. could have put away right there that would have been nice. fighter to in any MMA platform Brazilian jiu jitsu is a key for anything. Whether you're a black belt or not, you need to know defense on the ground at the very least.
1: I mean, yeah, it it, it's. That's the thing. Like, you've seen with high level like grapplers, like especially now. It's I don't know. In that era we were talking about, it was more like stand and bang. You know what I mean? A little bit of wrestling, like American wrestling. Now it's evolved to the point where like. What Herc is saying is true. Like, you cannot not have good defense on the ground. You need good defense on the ground. You need good takedown defense. Because, again, what happened to Yair it was, like, look how easily, with ease, Volk was picking him up and throwing him down like a child, bro. Like, literally grabbed him and tossed him down and just started wailing like on him. City. Like, you, you got to be able to defend that. I mean, I, I, granted, he was rocked and shit, like, but you got to, you got, I
2: don't know. Herc said, uh, look at how Amanda Nunes was able to take the women's division by storm. She is an amazing fighter on the ground, but she got hands. Yeah, she got power,
1: though. You need a good medium between both two. Yeah. At this point in MMA, you need three tools. Three good tools. You can't just be very good at one thing. Like, think about it. Izzy, besides the yawn fight, the, when he went up to 205, he's shown very good he hasn't shown strong ground game, but he showed very good takedown defense. Yeah, against very good high level wrestlers. I mean, Derek Brunson couldn't even really take him down. But his stand up is so good. So his stand up is like at an elite level, and he has very good takedown defense. That's two things. And then and you they, they complement each other too. Yeah, and then you add in like if he does have a ground game, like that. That's why I was saying like it'd be dope. Because I don't know for for like the especially the Aljo Sean fight. I'm I'm very conflicted because I enjoy both fighters. Like I like I watch Aljo's fucking podcast. I watch Sean's podcast. I enjoy both fighters' personalities. I kind of want to see them both win. I really, you know, like if they weren't fighting each other, I'd f- pick them. You know what I mean? Like each person. And for that fight, I'm like, damn. Like I would love to see Aljo continue his reign because I think that's more impactful. But it's Sean's gonna get the belt eventually. I know Sean's gonna get the belt. Like he's just too good. And too committed to the craft right now, and he and he understands his star power, and I think for obviously Aljo to defend it, like I think you just do what it like you either you knock him out or you you finish him, like you make it a clear like you got to do what Volk is doing, and like putting a stamp on like the division, like I'm fucking these guys up. This is yeah. my time for Sean. Yeah. I think you need a really you you need a either a big knockout or like you need to put him away on the ground. I think if you put him away on the ground, it shows the division that you're, again, you have the elites, the elite striking and you can put people away, especially somebody like Alger, who is grappling is better than anybody, especially in that division. Yeah. And again,
2: following his last fight with it being so close, he needs to, he needs something to really stamp and show, showcase how, um, how far he's coming, how, how much farther he's, he's uh, willing to go.
1: Izzy has enough defense to make it through a first, a fight, Oof. and a minute they're on their feet. He dominates because he's a beast with Muay Thai kickboxing. Exactly, I mean he's just too good on the feet. Sean knows what he needs to do to be on top, and the minute he gets that belt, he'll hold it for a bit. And I I agree with that, but
2: I I, I kind of like think... the whole Izzy take. I kind of like Izzy's style of fighting, like no, when it's, it's him best. against um, what's his name? Before you correct me. Uh, Pereira. Mm-hmm. Um he was he was real smooth with it. There was a lot of times where he he was kind of getting like ambushed with with uh with jabs and punches and shit like that, and he was just maneuvering his way out of it. Yeah. And the mental the mental it plays on that is kind of like it's frustrating for your defender like to be swinging and put all this energy into these combos and you're slipping right past them. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. I think I think Izzy, he's like the Ken Griffey of like fighting like his his style is very pretty you know what I mean it looks good it's like smooth <clears throat> but i don't know it, I, want, I, want to, I want to get your opinion on like what happened with Izzy speaking of Izzy like what 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 happened after the Duplices win and what happened in the octagon I like what would that make you feel and like do you remember like what the reaction was in the the Companion, because I wish I was in there for like while it was going on because that shit was kind of
2: spicy. No, I actually, um, because right after the fight ended, I went to go grab another drink. Um, but I did watch the uh, I caught a clip of it of, of them going face to face, and I felt like it was kind of like disrespectful on Duplice's side. I mean, I don't really know, um, their history on you know, maybe going back and forth on social media or anything like that, calling each other out but like i felt like izzy was on some humble shit and he was like yeah we're going to see we're going to see uh and he kept pointing out that that's his african brother you know what i'm saying he kept he kept saying that and he's like nah, you ain't my brother dude, uh, pretty much yeah. like just dissing him i was like all right we're going we're going to see here cuz there's definitely some some animosity going there um but <clears throat> Oh, I even touching, even touching how you were saying, um, on a, I think on the last llama about how Izzy's just in that in that role right now. He's at the top of the um, uh, the weight class, and you know, the the next runner up are just, are just gonna keep calling him out, keep calling him out, and he's gonna either yeah, continue gonna to run, be. keep keep uh, running through these guys, or someone's gonna come and give it to him.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, like, Duplissis has, especially after this Rob fight, like he. And I didn't like that Duplicy's made the point, but it is a valid point. Like, he said, look what he did. Well, it's not fair now that I think about it, but Duplicy said in the post-fight shit, which there's a lot of heat on that in terms of, like, is he saying, like, the end where... I'm not going to say it on the llama. Like, normally I would, but, like... Like, he was just like, oh, my... You know what I mean? My end, my end. Like, he was, like, saying it, and it was like... Yeah, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> my end, <head>. My end. <laughs> but um, my jigger. <laughs> but, you know, obviously they bleeped it out shit, but they were like, people were mad at that. Like, why, you know, Izzy looks kind of classless. Stuff. Like, they were going at him. And he did kind of sound a little like, I don't want to say he was lit, but he did sound like he was like, he was drinking a little bit. Like, you could tell, like, in his words. Because I, I listen to him talk frequently. He don't yeah. really like slur like that. You know what I mean? Like, he
2: was definitely like on some
1: shit. But I think you're right. Like, he came in. It could have been like that. It could have been, been like fight. that John
2: Jones and uh, in situation. Like, you, you don't you don't even know how long Izzy's been chilling. He's probably been sipping. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Watching them fight, and I feel like as fighters, because from like a athlete's point of view, even watching, like how to explain, um. Izzy's kind of there in the crowd, knowing knowing his his role that he plays. He's sitting there in the crowd and he's kind of watching. All right, so yeah. which one of these guys is gonna be my is gonna is gonna be my next opponent, my uh, my next opponent or whatever. And um, I but the don't know. thing is, he got mad with, with like, the energy of the post fight. It's gonna it was, be it's, oh, it's gonna I mean be. the buildup that right there. They sold the
1: fight like, but. I think what you were saying is a very good point that I think Izzy, I mean, obviously he was going in to sell the fight. It was going to, he was going to sell the fight, but I think it got heated way more than he thought. And he turned up, you know what I mean? Like, because like, there was like a, there's a picture or like a frame, a still frame of them where like they're both their heads are kind of like tilted at each other, but you can see like, they really don't fuck with each other. And it's like, it's because I think Duplicy said that Izzy's not really African. He's like, Oh, you're from New Zealand. That's why he said in the thing, it's like, oh, what is New Zealand going to feel about it? Like, bro, but and then Izzy goes, I don't care what you're at, your 33 and me says. <laughs> <laughs> he says, like, little quippy shit like that. It's hilarious sometimes. But I definitely think they sold the fight, and it's going to be – it's a tough challenge. Like, Izzy doesn't have to fight this guy. Like, he's the champion. Izzy can – at this point, he's done so much.
2: He really. But can. I just love, I just love seeing him fucking fight, bro. Because one, yeah, his he's, personality, he's, yep. and how like mental he takes these things, like
1: yeah, the whole Pereira
2: <laughs> thing, like he he came out and he was he was fucking. <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> oh,
1: he, he's he always says it, and, and like I I personally relate to like how he says it, but he's like I'm player one. Is like, you know? what I mean, I'm the main character, and he lives like it. Like you can see, he really, truly like, especially even like last night. Like that's some like main character shit. <laughs> you know, I mean? getting a fight in the middle of an octagon, like walk <laughs> on live, live, live pay per view, like saying, <laughs> "Yo, you're not my brother." Like, "I like, right, bet I'm not your brother." You <laughs> 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 please hit him with the classic. I'm not your brother. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. overall. I mean MMA is in a good spot right now. Like next couple months, is going to be a lot of good fights going on. Uh,
2: yeah, I can't, I can't wait to switch to NFL. Yeah, I
1: mean, that's <laughs> coming soon. Yeah. yeah, I'll be able to
2: that... talk NFL with you, dude. Finally, <laughs> it's Free been Walmart too long. Like, yeah, there's one dude at my job trying to tell me, "Bro, I can't wait to college." Or college is about to start. I was like, "Man, fuck college, bro!" <laughs> like I shot him down right away. <laughs> yo, Eric said. <laughs> Top ten Top black of, about most of all time. I'm not your
1: brother. That I wish we had that clip. That kid was so bad. Hey, brother. Eric, do, Eric, do what you do, brother. No, do, no do what you do. No way he finds that. All the streams know where he finds that. But um,
2: or use AI.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that, that AI uh, idea from earlier with the Um, we're about to hit the 45 minute mark. How you feeling? You want to? You want to hit we'll the hour? We'll yeah, we get that hour. All right, transition to the next topic that we had on the list. We got to keep uh, it as like clean as like it's a good conversation.
2: Yeah, yeah, we'll keep it clean. We'll keep it clean. So, I just wanted to touch on the whole um Adam 22 and Lena the Plug. Um it's just crazy to me how much it's making headlines. Yeah. Like tmz shade room say cheese literally it's it's academics been all over social party, media party. academics um rappers you name it everyone is chiming in on this certain topic uh, and for, it's for, just,
1: for them for them uh, for yeah. chat i'll let you guys in so adam 22 is a podcaster runs no jumper Leonard the plug does only fans like they're married they just got married like recently she's an and- adult actress yeah, yeah. I mean they, they have one of the most brilliant ideas in terms of podcasting, especially for OnlyFans women like OnlyFans content where they together they have threesomes with girls. They interview them first. These are girls that are you know, they have platforms so they you know, they actually interview them and then they have they have sex with them after. And like they're making money off of their they're, and they're they got they put like top quality, like obviously he built no Drumper. like he yeah. knows what it takes to make content. So I just think it's a genius thing. Now it was announced that, you know, obviously they do content together, they're married, and it was announced that she was going to have sex with another dude on camera for content, you know, obviously selling it you on know, OnlyFans whatever. And they do it 50/50 so she's getting all the money. It's like she's doing this yeah. for her like for her career. And it, I mean, like you said, it, it's everywhere now. You know, once it got announced, like, it's super, super viral. It's been a week, and every day I'm seeing new content on it. And you were telling me that, too. But, like, I and I was watching because I'm, I'm super, I'm a huge fan of both of them. But it's, to me, it's kind of interesting. I I don't know how, like, deep you know, like, if you know much about, like, No Jumper. But they had some shit go on lately where they he started building, like, he started getting, like, personalities put around him. Because No Jumper started with him doing interviews. And yeah. he started getting personalities around him, started doing shows, like, kind of doing, like, what we want to do, a blackout, but at that level already. And there, some shit happened, basically, where he lost all the talent he had. And they went and started their own thing together. And, you know, and it was, like, a re- real down period. And, like, so, like it was a, a real down period for the No Jumper, like, shit. Like, the content wasn't think too, it,
2: it gets, on No Jumper, I've seen it, it gets super raunchy. Like, yeah. He has a lot of like B list, C list celebrities, like even lower than that, come through. And for the simple reason of the platform, they they ch- say the most outrageous things, talk about the most
1: yeah, raunchiest things, get, things. Things get leaked on there in terms of like rappers' lives, all that shit.
2: So beefs. I've seen people
1: get spit yeah, on in there, fighting, drinks. Yeah. Um it, it goes crazy over there in the no jumper shit. But just just to the point though, like, how do you feel about the situation itself? Like, his wife, like, hi, like him being okay with it, and like, because people are like trying to, you know, hit him with the, the, you know, we were talking about Aladdin being a cuck, but they're trying to say Adam's a cuck, and like he likes his shit. But to me, and he makes a good point. He's like, dude, we've we've had three hundred threesomes on camera, and wait, mad of him wait. in our per- yeah, and mad of them with with personal life. He's like. And this is for her career. Like they were saying like she was either going to have a baby or take her career to the next level and like cuz obviously she, obviously she's in the, the the sex like sex work. So it's yeah. like she's only going to have her body and and everything and people's attention for, so, for long. so long. You know, so it's like you either do the mom thing or you do this thing full time, you know. Um and like bro, he said he had a number in his head and when the video dropped he said that number was not even. He was like, Trump changed. Like, it's going crazy. And I've seen there's like people are saying, like, she her OnlyFans has generated around 10 million. Supposedly. That's what I've seen, but I don't know how, you know, factual that is. So don't quote me on that. But like, 10 mil for, for your girl to get smutted on, on OnlyFans is crazy. <laughs> crazy, son. One and time.
2: The way I feel on is this, and it's different because it's not me. I'm not in that side. That type of situation, or whatever. But if he slept with that many women, with her, yeah, you know what I'm saying, what is it really that big of a deal? I mean, it's on the outlook and in, it's crazy. But if you really live that lifestyle, they live. Yeah, yeah. that's like, my. I thing. feel like, like I feel like in, the in their community. relationship, they really keep their own personal relationship a hundred percent separate from. Yeah their work like their work is just it's just the what they work in you know what I'm saying um so all that on camera stuff is that's just business yeah you know I I've, I've watched like documentaries and stuff about like you know adult actresses and stuff like that and how they literally it's like when they're they get, on they set clock in they clock out yeah like when they're on set they're like they're a personality they're like they're that person you know what i'm saying their their actress name or whatever um they're that person in that time and then once they're off camera they they live normal lives like everybody else
1: yeah
2: um but i think it's really just like i said it's not a big deal for people like them because you know this is just another day at the office
1: yeah <clears throat> um I I agree with you like they're already doing it Right and now There's two things it's like the business side Of it where I'm sure in his mind he knows They're they're, Obviously they're 50-50 on their shit And they, they make it very clear that you know they're both Making money they're both millionaires already At this point and they're just Playing for longevity you know like It's kind of like I could see him being like okay with it like Fuck it but also like as You just got married You know what I
2: mean? Like, I feel like that's not with Adam Twenty Two too. Like, I've seen he's done certain podcasts with like certain rappers, and there's always like that touchy subject that nobody—it's the elephant in the room—and you know the person or the artist or whoever he's interviewing, he knows that that's a touchy subject for them, and he still. Just for the content, just for the views, just for the clout around it, he's gonna fucking touch on that subject. You know what I'm saying? And it's just that's just like that's just like Adam Twenty Two. That's him in his nature is to do the all outside of the box. You know that raunchy content that he's known for.
1: Yeah, I mean, again, it's already happened. You know, like it's dropping. I I'm intrigued to see because obviously it's a couple weeks away. I'm intrigued to see what it's gonna do when it actually drops, and if it's gonna be a topic of discussion. And like, we're gonna—I f- mean, I watch so much. No, drop. I think, that I I'm think gonna, we should I'm do a blackout watch along. Watch along. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what did you say earlier? Though you said this
2: is the first impactful. one to pull out the lotion is <laughs> yeah,
1: get a bet going. <laughs> uh, Only fan content, dude. Who's eating watch mac and cheese? oh my god we're gonna have the llama host it for us oh my god nah but yeah i'm intrigued i'm intrigued to see what it does like in the cycle when it comes out and like if people are going to be as interested as they were you know prior because i also think it's a long time like obviously she's getting people to to sub to her shit now and like it's working in the long run but like i I almost wonder if like it would have went crazier if the video dropped immediately
2: yeah, I think I think he did that purposely just to build the hype. Now that I also think now that seeing get his to, for a whole to, week, week straight, going. a whole week straight, this is all everybody could talk about. It just built up the anticipation yeah. and the uh the suspense behind this. So I think come time when they do drop it, we're gonna see some crazy numbers like mm-hmm. oh, she just made fucking five million, you know what I'm saying? Or this is because per TMZ. And I believe this is them that, that said it that I'm quoting. Um, this has like been like the biggest sex tape release since the Ray Jane uh campaign Crazy. And speaking, like if if you were to think about it, really like that was like one of the most iconic ones ever, you know, as far as like celebrities and shit like that. Yeah.
1: I mean, she's not and shows not how, how far it's too. to
2: like, Yeah, go, what were you saying? How how far along they've cuz they kind of i feel like they they this was um right around the pandemic, you know what i'm saying? They kind of came along with this and from what it's came come from then to now it's crazy. Yeah. Like if a if only fans model makes it onto uh the plug talk podcast like you know, you know they're kind of like they
1: they're models. popping
2: or yeah. or they're on the rise. Yeah. And now it's kind of like only fans they're kind of how to explain like, there's women out here like literally, that's, that's their career. They're, they're only oh, fans really? models. Making six figures.
1: 100%. But, yeah, it's, it's going to be intriguing. I don't know if it's that... Like, the thing is, like, Kim... I don't know. Maybe at the same time, like, she's definitely more famous than Kim was when the sex tape came out. But at how big Kim has gotten from the sex tape, that's a different conversation. So I don't know if it's that impactful yet. We'll see. But it's definitely going to change... They're, they're gonna hit another tax racket I think like they're already rich but this is gonna take them to another level and like it kind of seems like she's talking about doing it again and I think like another one that would blow the internet is if like they do something with another dude together like no, obviously no no you know what I mean but I think like if if they bring Adam into it then yeah. it's like that's gonna be another pop for them and if they you know so it's like I don't know again they they're kind of doubling down on on the adult content and like you said the plug talk podcast is the most it's like the breakfast club of only in industry yeah. yeah like really legitimate and it's only going to get bigger from this and like even like think about it like one how only fans works is like you can you can sell videos in it and shit right like it's like you, you pay the the subscription price but you can also get separate videos for like different prices and shit and yeah. like just think, like, what that one video is going to do in terms of, like, those other old shit she has. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, yeah. like, they're going to be printing money for a little bit with this shit, to be honest. So, it's, it's nuts. And, Meanwhile, I
2: got to go clock into my job tomorrow. Like.
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah, dude. If only your penis was worth that much, dude. <laughs> yeah,
2: for real, bro.
1: And the dude's going to get to, like, eat off of it, too, obviously. Like, post it on his shit. Like, he's get, he's going to get bread off of it. Like, that's crazy. And, you know, so they had an interview. Well, Adam had brought her on, like, no jumper so they can talk about it. I think they kind of, like, delayed the, the drop, too, so Adam can, like, kind of, like, do the media thing and, like, you know, like, ease it away. Like, I don't think they realized it was going to be this big, but I think he, like, it was, like, a planned thing where it was, like, yo. We, oh, most can- definitely,
2: because he, I seen Alone, without his wife aside, because she they also did an episode But he interviewed, like, two or three other, to my knowledge, two or three other uh, music artists and people like that um, to get their opinion on him letting her do that. Yeah. So he's really sucking all he can. And like I said, he was on a down
1: at this point. Like, on a a down-down. Like, he lost all the talent. Like, shit wasn't the content wasn't popping up on my feed and I watch him a lot. Like yeah, I watch him quite a bit to where like every so often, I mean, every day is something I'm on YouTube all day. Every day I'm seeing like no drummer content. And for a while it's kind of gone away until this came out. And then I started seeing his shit pop up on my shit again. So it's, I mean, again, it's like benefiting him and he's not even a part of the video, you know? So, yeah. We're definitely going to see them do it at least one more time. Guaranteed. There's going to be another drop like this, and he's going to be a part of it. I, there, there's no way. He's going you know to I mean? go down
2: like you, Hefner. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. But it's interesting, man. Anyways, it's been a great episode today. Um, great super fucking good.
2: Episode.
1: I, I think we had a great conversation. Shout out Llama for letting us do this, man. Llama said, Hey, I was just about to get to a llama. Don't you worry, buddy. He said, If you're watching this, make sure to hit that like
2: button. That down fucking below. like. Hit that subscribe. Tell your Go friends. Go ahead and hit the about promo. We got, um, we got drops every week, twice a week. Twice a week the on late the late night. GGs. The late night with Jay Birdie and AD, the pre lama with yours truly and that boy AD on Blackout GG on YouTube. Don't, yes, sir. Miss out, bro. Don't, Don't sleep on that, man.
1: We're, we're we're really coming consistent Matter with it. Matter fact,
2: shit. go ahead, sleep on it. Sleep oh. on it. You know, oh. what I mean, go ahead. Shout out shout out to shout Jay out. Bird.
1: Shout out Jay Bird. Not nah, but thank you Llama for letting us do this. Um sorry you missed the episode and shit, but I appreciate you letting us get this platform off. We are going to post this video itself on the Blackout GG channel for the pre-Lamas like slot this week so we can stay consistent. Um, we didn't have a pre lama just because we were doing the show and it, yeah. it made no sense to talk back to back. Got
2: some good games in with that, uh, that boy, Big Poppy. We definitely they, did. They got, out Big Poppy. They, they got fucking washed up and sent out of there real quick. <laughs> yeah, he, he Like said some they, express laundry. Yeah, I do got to say, yo,
1: Angie, you set them up, son.
2: <laughs> you know you set he them set, up. You set them up
1: bad. He set them up. Yo, Llama says sleep on it. Sleep, sleep on, on is one of, one
2: of the, the best, best closings, yo. A hundred percent. But that's not an, that's another one we gotta do with
1: AI. <laughs> it's the late night with A D and Jay Birdie and I'm Snooky. Sleep on it. <laughs> yeah, that is crazy. But anyways, let me close this out. I'm terrible at closing <laughs> shit out. So this has been a great episode of the Big Llama Show. I'm Blackout A D. That's Roman 2 Raw. You can catch us every week pre Llama show. Llama, thank you. Hit that like button. Peace. Fucking like button, bitch we you